Welcome to The Kelly Roach Show, the place for no fluff, easy to implement, 20 minute or less business and leadership lessons to help you build a sustainable business that scales, lead with integrity and create a lasting legacy. I'm Kelly Roach, former NFL cheerleader and Fortune 500 executive turned eight figure entrepreneur. Let's get started. And I have the amazing, beautiful Jamie Kern Lima with me here today. Hey, Jamie. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored and, and, and fired up to be here. So thank you. I'm so happy to have you here. And for those of you that are just getting to know Jamie, I'm sure you've heard of the brand It Cosmetics. She built it from the ground up. She sold it for a billion dollars. That's billion with a B. And she has now gone on to not only mentor and give back, in massive ways around the world. She is just showing up and serving entrepreneurs as a leader in this online space in a multitude of ways. I know I can't possibly uh, describe everything in your bio in, in that short intro, maybe, but I would love for you to just, just give a little bit about yourself. Um, and then I want to talk about the journey. I want to talk about you know how you got here, right? Well, thank you, Kelly. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I think when people Google me, the first thing they see is like Denny's waitress builds billion dollar company. And, uh, you know, I am a mama of two, um, uh, someone who prays every day, God use me and try to listen to that answer. And uh, also someone who's been through a crazy journey. I, I um, you know, when I wrote Believe It, it was really because I, I hear from so many entrepreneurs and uh, at all levels of their business. And they'll say things like, you know, did it? Did you just get luckier? Was it easier? And I realize, like, if, if you don't share this, the real stories behind yeah. the stories, right? Then people kind of feel alone in their own uh, setbacks or tough times or um, or not enoughness, right? Yeah. Uh, so much of of the journey is is uh, an inside game too. <laughs> I'm just yeah, like, you know, and that's the thing. My, my real story is, is somebody, a girl who went from not believing in herself to learning how to believe in, in herself and, you know, not fully being able to vision, envision myself in a CEO role to then becoming CEO of a company with over a thousand employees and yeah. eventually becoming the first uh, female CEO of a, of a brand in L'Oreal's hundred plus year history, um, yeah. post acquisition. And it's been a real wild journey, but, um, just one that I'm, that I'm super honored to share. And, and I hope, I hope sharing it saves a lot of other women and, and people um, from making some of the mistakes I did and, and saves them nice to yeah. cry themselves to sleep and saves them a whole lot of self-doubt on the oh way. It, it's so important because, and I know I, I said this to you before, but when you're in that moment, it feels like it's the end of the world. It feels like, oh my God, am I ever going to get through this? Like, can I push through? Like, can I make it to the other side? Like, is this a sign I'm supposed to give up? Does this mean it's over? Or do I like find a way somehow to like dig deeper? And I, I don't know if you could maybe share like one of the stories from the books or, you know, even just one of those moments for you. And how did you get back to a place of no, this isn't a sign that it's over. This is a sign to dig deeper and keep going, yeah. you know, to take that next step in the journey. You said, you know, that God used you. And, and I believe it's all for him, by him, through him, for us. And I would just love to hear about some of those moments for you. 
Yeah. And, and those moments are the moments that define our lives. Like they're the moments that, that change everything. Right. And so many people don't really, so here's how I, how I see it and how I, how I've gone through it. I have a couple examples if I could share both actually. Yeah, that would be amazing. Someone needs to hear it today. Maybe someone needs to hear it today. Um, I believe Kelly, I believe we all have a knowing, um, and, and intuition. And I, and I believe it's, it's always for us and I believe it's always right. And I think that so many of us, and especially women, um, we learn very, at a very early age to start making decisions by consensus, by getting everyone else's input and thoughts. And as we grow up and as our own self-doubt gets louder and as, you know, uh, other people who love us, maybe it's our friends or family or our circle, they love us, but they give us their advice or their concerns through the lens of their own fear. And as we, you know, uh, uh, go on through life, everything else gets so loud that I think so many of us lose the ability to just hear our own intuition, right? And for me, that's how I hear God is through my own intuition. And for the people, it's, you know, the universe or whatever, but your gut feeling, your knowing, I believe it's so important to learn to hear that. And the reason I believe that is I think we're in a culture as well that just says like, don't give up, just don't quit and that, as if that's the victory. But I think there are moments in life where when you learn to hear your own gut and it says, oh, you know what? Yeah, you went through what you went through and you were supposed to, but right now it's time to quit what you think is your dream job and take a leap as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. Or you know, I think, I don't think not quitting is the victory. I think learning to hear your gut and making yeah. the decision to trust it is the victory. And so, so two examples on, on these hard times on when I was tempted to quit, tempted to give up, tempted to think like, because a lot of people that maybe are familiar with it cosmetics now see it. At, I mean, as you and I are talking, it's the largest luxury makeup company in the country, which is crazy and wild because, uh, for so many years as a Denny's, you know, a Denny's waitress, I would save my tip money to buy products from all yes. these brands. But now this company yes. started is larger than, um, which is is wild. But uh, but for so many years, nobody saw any indication that that this company had started was was going to be a big success, and it was a really long road. And then even once we started getting uh, uh, success, it was still a really long, bumpy road filled with moments like you you just described. And, but just to share share two of them that stand out to me, you know, I, I knew I had this gut feeling that you know we needed to sell our products on QVC, which is this this television shopping channel broadcast to 100 million homes. Because, you know, I knew, like, I, I believed in every ounce of my being. I created something that worked. And I wanted to prove it. And I'd seen these Photoshopped ads my whole life in beauty. And you never know if they're even wearing the product. Yeah. I was like, let me go on live TV. Like, you can't Photoshop that. Yeah. Let me go, you yeah. know, what works on my rosacea and show yes. images and shoot. I just had this vision. I just had this feeling we're supposed to be on QVC. Every time I'd send them my product, they'd say no, um, no after no after no after no. And I finally got the head guy of, of all of beauty on QVC on the phone, and he's a legend in the beauty industry. And he's um, credited, Alan Burke is his name, and he's credited with helping build the, the multi-billion dollar industry and getting all the really beautiful department store brands to want to sell on QVC. And I finally got him on the phone. And, um, you know, we were down to under $1,000 at this point in our bank account, but company bank account and personal. I didn't know how we were going to make it, but I thought if he's going to hop on a call with me, this is going to be a yes. Like there's no way he'll waste his time. And I I remember where I was at this exact moment in our office, which was our living room. uh, And I was pacing in circles, trying to like be super confident when, when we got on the phone. 
even though they had told me no for years. And I got him on the phone and he's like, how oh, this Jamie, this is Alan Burke from QVC. And I was like, Alan, it's so wonderful you know, to talk with you. And anyways, he said, I, I'm, I'm going to get right to it. We've reviewed your products with all of our buyers and uh, the whole team. And it's unanimous. Uh, you're a no. It's, it's You're not the right fit. He said, you're not the right fit for QVC or for our customers. And I remember at this moment, after a few years of no's and finally getting the head decision maker on the phone, I was devastated. Like tears started screwing me down my face. I didn't know. And I was trying to hoping he didn't, he couldn't sense it. And of course, they went right back into pitching. I'm like, oh, but Alan, we are the right fit. And I try to like pour my heart out on the phone. And he thanked me for loving QVC and 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 said it's a no. And I remember crying myself to sleep that night. I remember waking up the next day, hoping it was just a, a bad dream and then realizing it wasn't. And then it was like three days in a row of that. And I, you know, I wrote down these words, um, my mission, right? And uh, for why I started, it was so meaningful to me. My why, it was deep, it was painful. I wanted to change the beauty industry and, you know, uh, show new images of models for every little kid out there who's about to start doubting themselves the way I did growing up. And it was a really deep why. And so, you know, I remember just after three days of crying myself to sleep, I wrote in my journal, um, know your why, then fly, girl, fly. And I read those words to myself every day until I didn't need the reminder. But the big thing I did was even after years of no, and even after finally getting Alan Burke on the phone, I, I still remember, Kelly, this feeling, right? Because I was like, maybe my gut's wrong. Maybe we're not going to be on QVC. I don't know how we're going to make it. I don't know. You know, no one seems to be believing in, our, in us. But every time I would, I would pray about it or get still about it, I would hear this gut feeling that kept saying we're going to be on QVC. And so it's like if I were to tell that to anyone else, they would think I was crazy. But I right. had that feeling. And that feeling and trusting it is what helped me keep going, even when I didn't see a way. And to make a long story short, in that case, we eventually got a, a yes and a 10-minute shot on QVC, one chance, 10 minutes. Um, and uh, I share like all the details of how this happened and everything in, in the book. But, um, but to make a really long story short, when we eventually um, sold out after our first airing and did five more that year and 101 the next year. And uh, we built the biggest beauty brand in QVC's history. And, and it is right now to this day, um, but it was three years of them saying no. And here's the crazy thing uh, to Kelly is after we launched, Alan Burke ended up becoming one of my greatest mentors. And uh, he's like literally so brilliant. And, and he's one of my greatest mentors to this day. Um, and after he retired from QVC uh, and he retired, we actually hired him in a paid position on our advisory board at Cosmetics. So the guy who rejected me was now working for me. And, um, and it was just a, a wild story. Um, but I, and I have so many of those. And all of them come down to in those tough times, right? In the times where I didn't see a way or someone said no to me in ways that were so painful or so hurtful. Um, there was one story with an investor that literally is like, I can't even, there's so many things that, that, that have happened. And for a lot of people, those are the moments after the first no or the 20th no, where we think our gut's wrong and we, 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 we give up. And, um, and, and for me, they're, they're the moments that change our lives if we make the decision to get still, to really hear ourselves and then trust it. And if our gut says, keep going, um, 
that's when we keep going. Yeah. And, and, and similarly, if, if our gut is really telling us like, okay, no, you are supposed to go through that struggle to gain this strength and the skill set, but right now it's time to pivot or to quit and to hop into something else, then trust your gut because that's the victory. Yeah. Yeah. I love that so much. And I think it's so important, Jamie, that you're drawing everyone's attention back to getting still enough to listen to the voice inside. Because the the deeper we go into the world of this online space that we live in, the further we move away from being centered in our ability to be in tune with our own instincts, which guide us every single time, right? So it's almost like we have to relearn the skill set of even knowing how to tune in. Like I said this the other day, I said, I'm trying to hear. <laughs> I said, I'm trying to hear. I'm trying to, I'm trying to get quiet enough. I was making some really big decisions. I said, I'm trying to get quiet enough to be able to hear again. And it's like, you almost have to relearn how to tune back into that thing that's so natural. It's innately built into us to protect us. But I really appreciate that you're helping lead people back to that because it is there to serve us, to support us, to guide us, to direct us, but it's remembering how to tune into it. Right. And, and I think that it's so easy to never even learn, relearn how to, or even for the first time. And, you know, I, I think that, and this is going to sound dramatic, but I believe it's true. I think so many people never actually become the person they're born to be um, because they end up just sort of like, you know, hearing their own self-doubt, hearing everyone else's opinion, making decisions by yeah. consensus and, 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 and often just playing it safe or playing like playing every like day. half out. <laughs> I see it every day. And it's one of the hardest things I think in the space that I'm in coaching entrepreneurs and business leaders, because so many times they give up because of their own disbelief in themselves and it's like, what is the path of least resistance? Let me go back to that path of least resistance versus let me fight my way through this challenge that I'm facing right now so that I can become the person that I'm meant to be. Everyone thinks that if it's, if it's this hard, this can't really be the path that I'm supposed to be on. And then they give themselves an out instead of saying, if it's this hard, it must be really important that I learn this lesson to become the person I'm meant to be on the other side. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So when you were talking about that story, Jamie, and, and you shared, you know, for example, with QVC, it was three years of no's and no's and no's. And you even talked about like, you know, being on the phone, right. And you're, you're so excited to get on the phone with him. And you said there was moments when you were down to the bank account, having a thousand dollars. And then you said, it, you know, even at the time you were going through this, you had already been on your journey for a few years, right? And and there was no indicator at that point that this is going to be this billion dollar brand. It's kind of like Crazy Jamie with her big ideas, right? Which we all have those moments in life where we're the crazy person with the big ideas. How long were you in business, Jamie, working on this vision before you really started to see it actually take off and materialize in a way where you're like, okay. This is happening now. Yeah. And, you know, and it's funny because when it started happening, I had, you know, it had been about three years of hundreds of no's. And when we started getting like that first big, big success in that 10 minute window on QVC, I then went a few years more 
always feeling like, okay, this might come crashing down at any second. I remember that feeling. I've had that feeling so many times, like building the company where even when you start to see it, you're like, is it real? Yep. You're like, is, is something actually finally now happening? Or do I need to like hold my breath still? You always kind of have to hold your breath because you have to keep earning it. You do have to keep earning it, right? But yeah, and I just, you know, it was for me, it was also a journey of believing that I was even worthy of all the success all of a sudden happening. It was a real, it was, it was wild. I think when you have so many people tell you no, and um, you know, um the other the other quick story I wanted to share too is that, you know, we were a couple of years in and, and got a call from a potential investor. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is gonna be my big day, right? Like if they invest in us, we're not gonna go bankrupt. Maybe they can use their leverage to get us into all these retailers that keep telling me no. And, yeah. you know, we did meeting after meeting after meeting and, and got into the diligence phase and um, showed our product pipeline and uh, flew out for the final meeting that I thought was going to be life-changing. And the head guy in person, he was about three feet from me, thanked us for everything and said, it's a no, we're going to pass on investing in IT Cosmetics. Um, and when I said, okay, because I'd heard no hundreds of times, I'm like, well, can you tell me why? Because feedback is usually a gift. And um, he says, do you want me to be really honest with you? And I said, yes, please. And he's like three feet from me in person. And he says, I just don't think women will buy makeup from someone who looks like you with your body and your weight. And when he said that to me, um, a couple of things, like a lifetime of body doubt and self-doubt, like blood in my body. And I went in my car and cried afterwards, all those things. I never actually felt anger toward him because I realized like he's not investing. He doesn't think I can make him money because of how I look, which in a way he's just as much impacted as the beauty by the beauty industry his whole life as mm-hmm. in a way it's more fuel to what I actually want to do in my yeah. life. Yeah, for sure. Um, but the the point I want to make is when he said, I just, I'll never forget this moment. I just want to share it in case anyone in your community just needs to hear this say in, in their own season they're going through. But when he said, you know, I just don't think women will buy makeup from someone who looks like you with your body and your weight. I remember getting this feeling like this deep down feeling that said he's wrong. Like I felt it, right? I have no proof. I didn't know how I was going to prove it. I didn't know, but I felt that feeling. And 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 to me, that's how we hear our truth, our knowing everything, right? And I didn't hear from him for another six years. So for, for the next six years, uh, I'm, I was, you know, often his words would come back in my head and I'd have to instantly, like literally turn down the volume on them. And I would tap into that feeling that I had, he's wrong. And, and it was a journey of learning down and learning to turn down the volume on words like that, right? Because we've all had somebody tell us they don't believe in us or we're not enough or change who we are to, to fit in or whatever it is. And uh, I would have to turn down the volume and turn the volume up on that feeling that I had in that moment, right? To just go back to the topic of intuition. Um, and I'd have to really focus intentionally on trusting that feeling. Um, and, you know, six years later, when L'Oreal acquired it cosmetics for $1.2 billion cash, and it was all over the press, they made the decision the day before to announce the purchase price, which I didn't know they were going to do. Um, but I heard from him. I heard from that investor and he said, uh, congratulations on the L'Oreal deal. I was wrong. Um, and I learned it would have been the most successful invest- investment in this firm's history. Uh, but the other thing that I think is huge is I, I have grown to learn and believe rejection is protection. <laughs> like, like, 
like reject, reject. There's a famous saying, rejection's God's protection. Um, some people say rejection's universe's protection, but like, had he invested in me, had he believed in me back then, I was so desperate. I would have given him probably the majority of the company yeah. from yeah. no million because he didn't believe in me. And there's a lot of other people that did, but because yeah. he, um, when we did sell to L'Oreal, we were the largest shareholders still at that point. But I was like, thank God he didn't believe in me. And so I've just, you know, this whole, I think, I think learning to trust that even the hard times or the rejection or the seasons that don't make sense, that make us, you know, instead of questioning our gut or thinking it's wrong, like a learning to tune into it and going, okay, I'm going to trust it. If it's telling me to keep going, even if my, even if I don't see a way right now, like I'm going to trust that feeling. Um, and then B just having an outlook on, I, I think resiliency toward rejection and, and toward what feels like failure is huge because like I literally now even I get rejected or different forms of it every day and it's still painful and it still hurts. But I literally have grown this, this belief that rejection is protection, that rejection is God's protection. And so I'm now better able to just kind of go after it and not see it as a sign that my gut was wrong or my business isn't going to work out or my dream isn't going to happen. And, and I think that mindset is, is so much of it. Um, and that resiliency of, of being able to get back up every time it happens and to not fear rejection, I think that's huge. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It, it, it is. So is, I mean, these are such powerful, powerful lessons that you're sharing. And I'm sure every single person that listens to the show is going to pull something that they just needed so badly to hear. And I appreciate that so much, Jamie. Um, so just um, bringing it all full circle, the book. So talk to me just a little bit about what made you decide to write the book? What, what, you know, what, Obviously, everyone needs to go get a copy of it. You just gave two little tiny glimpses of the power of what's inside. But let's talk a little bit about it. Yeah. So I, um, you know, I called the book Believe It, How to Go from Underestimated to Unstoppable. Uh, and it's really, you know, it's really every lesson I have learned on how to break through that barrier of self-doubt and, and step into all of who you are and how to really tune into and hear your own gut and make the decision to trust it. It's really the heart and soul of the book. And I think that, you know, so often we, especially as women are underestimated, but often it's us underestimating ourselves. And, you know, and, and for me, it's, it's been a lifelong journey, right? Yeah. A lifelong journey of learning to go from not believing in myself to believing in myself and, and trusting myself and going from doubt I'm enough to, to, to knowing I'm enough. And it's a continual journey. And so, you know, this book really is, is for everyone who, you know, wants to overcome self-doubt and wants to, to step into all of who they are. And, you know, I share so many life and business lessons and, and really a lot of, I'm saying like 95% of the book is our stories I've never, ever shared before, but they're the things that I wish I had known. <laughs> like I would have saved me so many nights crying myself to sleep or so much self-doubt or so much time or so much money. Um, so there's a lot of business lessons in there, but there's also a lot about, you know, just that journey that I've, I've gone on that a lot of people are, are going through on that journey of overcoming self-doubt and, and body doubt and God doubt. I kind of go there on, on, all of it. And, and, and my hope and prayer is that it truly is the words that someone needs to hear on their own journey. Um, yeah. You know, cause, cause I believe, 
I believe every one of us can can become unstoppable in our in our joy and our faith in our you know in in our belief in ourselves. And yeah. so it's really a book about the journey of doing that and everything I've learned so far and how to do it. So it's it's such an inside job, and I love Jamie that. You're such a giving person, first of all. You're doing so much work to give back in really huge ways, and I very much appreciate that. Um, but also just writing the books. You know, I have a whole company called The Courageous Brand, a different business than this one we're here for today. But, you know, and, and the whole focus is sending the elevator back down, right? It's, it's teaching the lessons and sharing the things that we don't learn in school and that no one tells you. And I think what you're talking about here in the book is really – you're sharing those moments that we all have where we like are in tears, curled up in a ball, feeling like, am I the only person that's feeling this? And what the heck do I do now? And you're saying, no, you know, this is where it can go. You know, you're not alone. I've been there too. And you're sending that elevator back down. And it's so, so important. And, and you're not just anyone sending the elevator back down. You are a woman who has made history in the success that you've achieved and you've done something that very few women have done and it matters, you know, you're, you're paving the path and that's the pioneering is so important, right. For women of the future. Yes. And thank you for the same that you're doing as well. And yeah, you know, that, that's my hope and prayer for the book. And, you know, there's, there's some crazy stories in there that my hope, and I believe in building a toolbox and, and my hope is there's things in this, in this book that, you know, uh, another woman in her own journey is like, oh yeah, but I remember when yes. <laughs> Jamie was told no 300 yeah. times and then she built the biggest beer in QVC's history. I remember when like yeah. you pull from these things and they help give you strength in your yeah. own journey. And yeah, that's literally purely my whole intention for the book. And, you know, I'm donating a hundred percent of the proceeds and my author proceeds from the book as a feeding America and together rising. Literally, I'm literally just doing it for exactly what you said, because yeah. I believe when we pour into each other and, you know, it's how we all, it's how we all rise together. We're all in this together too. And, and so thank you for all that you do, Kelly. Same yeah, for sure. <laughs> and it's the perfect show. Believe it. And, and you're going to be unstoppable, right? So Jamie, really appreciate having you on the show today. Guys, for everybody listening, grab a copy of the book. It's going to change your life. And uh, Jamie, just thanks for, you know, putting that stake in the ground, sending the elevator back down. We rise by lifting each other up. And it was such an honor to have you on the show today. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to The Kelly Roach Show. If you enjoyed this episode, do me two solids. Subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review so other people can find the life-changing content that we share here. We're on our way to number one and we need your help getting there. Thanks so much for being a part of the community and for tuning into the show each and every week. We'll see you next time.